Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dr. Veronica Anderson is an MD. And for her, that means many dimensions. She's a surgeon, a mother, a black belt, and a two-time marathon runner here to talk to you about your health, your happiness, and your world. It's Wellness for the Real World with Dr. Veronica. Okay, Wellness for the Real World tonight, I have one of our favorite guests, Dr. Felicia Bender. Dr. Felicia Bender is the author of Redesign Your Life, Using Numerology to Create the Wildly Optimal You. You've heard her before on the show. She always has something interesting to tell us about her to numbers. Tonight we're going to talk about personal year cycles and then also the year cycle overall. As we're going into the new year, we all want to know what should we be thinking about? What should we be doing? Is this all just random? Well, as you know, with numbers, with the universe, with energy, everything's operating on a particular vibration. And you might say, I don't believe all that stuff. But listen to Dr. Felicia Bender, and we're going to talk a little bit about this. Have your pencil and paper ready because you're going to want to figure out exactly about what your year cycle is, what your personal year is. Of course, we like to, I like to use me as an example, my family members as an example, and Dr. Bender likes to give us, to give us some examples from um, people that she knows also. But here we go. Dr. Felicia Bender, welcome to Wellness for the Real World. Thank you. Good evening. So tell us about the first, we always got to give the background for new listeners, numerology. Right, and numerology is is the science of numbers, and it's 2,500 years old. Uh, the the way that we uh, operate with it in the in the Western world is from Pythagoras, and uh, he was he was someone who um, he did the the Pythagorean theorem. He did he had all kinds of other uh, amazing ideas and, and theories that uh, we still operate on today. And basically, what it means is that is that numbers carry with them a vibration, and that vibration carries with it a meaning and an influence on our lives. And uh, we don't have to know that this is operating for it to be operating, just like gravity or cell phone reception, anything like that. It is still happening whether we know it or not. So in in numerology, we actually take, uh, we have a, a, a chart actually that can, pretty much give us a great blueprint about what we came here to do, the obstacles and the tendencies that we might have uh, to, in order to achieve that. And uh, and those those numbers uh, come from both our birth name, our name that was given at birth, and our birth day. Okay. So now the birth name number is very complicated, and that's why I'm going to tell everybody now FeliciaBender.com. FeliciaBender.com is where you can get more information because when we finish this, you're going to want more information about your name and all this other type of information. But let's talk about how to calculate your number 
And so, for instance, I'm a number six based on my birth date. I know Dr. Bender is a number three based on her birth date, which means that's why we like each other so much, because three and six go together. Exactly. <laughs> um, but tell us how to calculate our birth, our, our personal number, and then we can get into the year, personal year cycles and all that type of business. Okay. Well, because the personal year cycles are a, a whole different ball game in some ways than than the the life path number. And yet, as we've talked about before, um, if you are going to know one number in numerology, um, it is your life path number because that is going to tell you. It's going to indicate to you what you basically checked in for, what your life's mission is, and it's going to uh, give you that what you look and feel like when you're really aligned with that and those optimal energies and then it's also going to indicate uh, what your tendencies obstacles and your stumbling blocks will be uh, throughout your life to to achieve your goals and so this comes from your birth date and it comes from your entire birth date so what you need to do is get out your pen and uh, and write down your birth date and let's use let's use August 14th 1963 just as an example so you would make it all numerical so that would be 8 14 1963 and then you just take it and you add it up just like a long math problem uh, that you would have done in, in elementary school and so you you take 8 plus 1 plus 4 plus 1 plus 9 plus 6 plus 3 and that equals 32 Okay, and you also need to know that in numerology, we basically work with the numbers one through nine, and so you have to always digit uh, digit everything down to a one-digit number. So we've obviously gotten a, a double-digit number, so we need to continue uh, adding that together. So you take the thirty, the thirty-two, and you add that as a three plus two equals five. So if this were your birth date, you would be a five-life path number. And so what I'm going to do is also give you just a very, very, very brief idea of what what each of the numbers represents or is all about so that when you, you get your number, you can kind of have a little bit of an idea. And so the, the, the number one is what I call the leader. It's all about uh, establishing creativity and confidence in your life. The number two is the mediator. You're all about uh, harmony and group dynamics. You're all about love as well. The number three is the communicator. You are a, you are a natural performer, and your life is really all about creative self-expression. The number four is what I would call uh, the teacher, and uh, the, the number four is about uh, developing process and stability throughout your life. The five is the adventurer. This number is all about fun, freedom, adventure, fearlessness, living a fearless life. Number six is uh, the nurturer, and this is uh, all about accepting a vision, it's a visionary number, and uh, it's all about acceptance, establishing uh, your sense of acceptance throughout your life. The number seven is the seeker. This is a high vibration. This is a very spiritual number. Uh, this, this number is about uh, developing trust and openness throughout their lives. An eight is um, either what I would call the powerhouse or the executive. This is uh, all about money, all about financial abundance, 
all about uh, control, authority, and power. The number nine is the humanitarian, and uh, this this life path is kind of the number of completion, and it is it's all about establishing wisdom and integrity in all you do. So those are the basics of all of the the, the nine numbers that we talk mostly about in numerology. Okay, so now we all know what number that we are, and I'm going to encourage everybody again not right this second, but later on after you finish listening, to go to FeliciaBender.com. On her site, she has very good longer explanations about your num- your particular number. She gave you a 15-second bit on each number, but she has a longer, I'd say, 8- to 12-minute segment on each number, so you can really hear in more detail about you. But let me just say, after talking to Felicia several times, even when you listen to that 8- to 10 minutes, there's so much more that you can need to know about the numbers. We're going to talk about one of them today, the personal year cycle. And this is the time of year we're going to talk about the personal year cycle because we're trying to figure out it goes from year to year, January 1st to December 31st. We're coming up on the end of the year. Now we can understand why our life is going the way it's going based on our own personal year cycle. So tell us how to get our personal year cycle. Okay. Well, and and what I love, Dr. Veronica, is that, you know, your listeners are listening because they because of the way that you infuse the mind, body and spirit, you know, in all that you do and and that these are the resources that you are um you're providing your listeners. And so I have just a, a quick favor because I have a, I have training in theater and there's an idea that I kind of latched on to in theater that I think really applies when you're working with with your numerology and the idea is this. So in order for theater to work you must practice what what we would call a willing suspension of disbelief. And it's kind of like when you dive into a novel or you go to a movie or you walk into a theatrical performance, you accept certain terms. And those terms are that you are willing to suspend whatever disbelief that you have because, you know, as far as I know, people still can't fly, you know, like they do in the Avengers. Maybe I'm wrong. But um, so so we, we, we accept certain um, certain conventions when we go and do that. And you have to really commit yourself to your involvement in that story as if it's really happening. You know, for you to be involved in it in a in a um, in a way that's going to connect with you emotionally, and so I think the same can really apply as we talk about numerology. Because let's say for for a moment that we all agree that the reason that we're alive is so we can learn something in particular. Now I know that people who don't really believe that, and yet I think that your listeners are are searching and that they believe in, on one level that we are all here for a reason, and they're attempting to explore what those what those reasons might be. Sure. And so let's even go, you know, as far to say that that we ourselves, that each individual person chose, maybe we even chose this path that we are to encounter during our lifetimes. And and I don't mean the exact events, you know, not this happened, this happened, this happened. But we choose the core lesson. And then we have free will and we have choice and all of these different wonderful various experiences and geography and all kinds of things that contribute to our our specific skills and talents to fulfill this this um life path or not. So if we start with that basic concept and and just being willing to entertain it places you on a different level. As you work with your numbers, if you sure. it, it just gives you a, a more profound experience, in my in my opinion. So does that make sense? 
It makes a lot of sense to me. That's why okay. I have to have you back on and on again, so I learn more and more about my own path. Well, and the audience is learning about their path as I'm learning about my path. <laughs> well, you're you're amazing. I mean, the, what you're offering people is absolutely amazing with all the people you have on here. So, so as we talk about the personal year cycle, so we're heading into the year uh, 2013, and so numerology is a great tool for seeing where you've been this year. And then we'll get a glimpse of what you might, uh, you know, the next year might bring for you. So these are called personal year cycles. And a personal year cycle in numerology, it's a nine-year long cycle. And we experience these over and over and over all of our lives. So you, when you when you're born, you actually start in the in the personal year of your life path number. So for you, Dr. Veronica, when you were born until you were one, you were in a six, uh, a, a number six year, and then it goes seven, eight, nine, and then it goes back around to one, and then it just keeps cycling through. So depending on where you are in your cycle, um, you, you're just going to go one through nine and then back again. And each of the each of the personal year numbers has a different resonance to it and a different quality, just like the numbers that we just talked about, the one through nine, the one about leadership, the two about mediation and peace and love, and the three about creative you know, self-expression. And as we go through, these are the same core energies that come with your personal years. So if you familiarize yourself with those life path numbers, you're really going to be a step ahead as you apply that knowledge to the other aspects of, of numerology that, that we're presenting here. So um, it, say, say, for example, if you're a five life path, you start your, your, you know, your life in the year you were born with that number five, and then you cycle through. And this keeps happening. So, so if you calculate your uh, current personal year, and that's where we'll start with the current one that we're in right now, even though we only have a couple months left. And so we just showed you how to do your life path, and we just uh, and and what we did was was take the full birth, birth date. Now what we do is take your birth date. Let's just use, gosh, twelve uh, December third. Um, 1960 or whatever whatever date we want. So let's use that. So we don't we don't use the 1960. Okay, just take throw that away. We will only use the day, the month, and the day, and then we use the current year, which is 2012. So if you were born December 3rd, then we would do 2012, and then we'd add it all up again. And you're going to get a number 11 if you are if you are born on December 3rd, as your as your personal year, okay? An 11, and so then we again take that number and we digit it down. So one plus one equals two. So if this was your birthday, you would be in a two personal year this year. Okay, what, but one more time, just explain. Exactly I'll explain it again. Yeah. Okay. So if your birthday is December 3rd, 1950, let's say. So that would be 12-3-1950. But since we're not um, doing your life path number, we're doing the personal year. And that means that we need to know the year, the year that we are currently in. So we take the 1950 off. We don't, that's not applicable anymore. And in, in place of the year, uh, we put this year that we're in, which is 2012. Is that making sense? 
Got it. So okay. So then we then we add uh, one plus two plus three plus two plus zero plus one plus two because that's the twenty twelve, and we end up with an eleven. And then we know that we need to add that together again. The one plus one equals two. So if this were your birthday and you were figuring out your personal year for this year, which is 2012, it would be two. And then next year is a three. So for me, with my birthday, which is January 20th, and this is 2012, that makes my, the one plus the two, plus the two, plus the one, plus two equals eight. Did I do that math right? You did it absolutely correctly. So I'm in year eight. Yes, you are. (laughs) All right. Yes, yes, you are. So let's talk about. Well, before we get into that, so let's let me let me kind of what I like to say is that is that your personal year. I like to liken it to a theme party. So it's like you've been invited to a certain party that has a certain theme. And wouldn't it be embarrassing if you if you went if you were invited to a party and you didn't know that it was a costume party and you just showed up in your jeans and you know you just weren't. That's kind of the way things happen with the personal year. If you know the theme, you're just a step ahead. You're you can really work with the the flow of the energy rather than resist it. And you can have a basic framework for what the for what the year is going to bring you. And so um you know the themes that are and I'll go over the themes for each year. So if you're in a one personal year, this is really the beginning of the cycle. It is all about new beginnings. It's all about building confidence and your leadership abilities. It's really all about initiation. It's a very active year. Um, it is a year where you're going to feel like you're going to have to be doing things kind of um, all on your own in some ways because it, it, it's, it's cliche, but one is the loneliest number in some ways when we when we feel uh, like we have to do it all ourselves. And yet, this is a great this is a great year uh, after that nine after the ending of a cycle, which we'll talk about in a second, because things are becoming they're, they're, you're getting more clarity about um, the next phase of your life, about what's going to be happening. So that's what's happening in a, in a one year. So if you can understand that during that year, you can really you can give you can cut yourself some slack on certain levels, and then you can also push and initiate on others at where you're going to be optimizing those energies. So if you're in a two-personal year, um, as opposed to the one, it's a pretty slow and deliberate year. It's really an us rather than a me year. It's very emotionally sensitive, and it really feels, um, it, it demands a lot of patience, especially after the one year where everything's going like gangbusters, and then suddenly, you know, the brakes are kind of being put on. Things are things are not falling into place quite as much because you're supposed to be focusing on others. You're supposed to be really harmonizing things around you rather than focusing on yourself. So the three personal year is a really, again, a wonderful uh, respite from the two uh, personal year, which is really creative and fun. It's all about communication. It's all about getting out there. It's uh, it's a great year to do anything um, that that will sharpen your skill set in in that uh, arena of communication and, and self expression. The four personal year is is pretty serious. 
and it's hard working. This is where you're going to be taking a break and setting some foundations. Things move a little more slowly. It's also a year uh, where you are handed a lot of opportunities, let's say, to heal some old family wounds. Um, it really is setting up a foundation for the the rest of your nine-year cycle. Okay, so the five personal year is pretty frenetic. It's very mm-hmm. fast paced. It is filled with this is the year to to plan travel and to do fun things. It's a time for change. It really demands a lot of flexibility. This is not a year to get married. You know, <laughs> this is not a year to make big commitments because things are really going to be changing and shifting and up and down and all around. It's a very exciting year, uh, but if you don't put some parameters around it it kind of feels like one big hangover when you're done um, if you don't if you don't uh, get a grip on it so the sixth personal year after that is very it's a very nurturing year it's it's really a year of on on the one hand very magnetic it's a it's a great year for building your business and doing uh, those those things that you might be focused on and in the personal realm it is a year of evaluating relationships it's all, I, I would call it the marriage and divorce year. You know, if you're if you're hovering over the marriage decision, you might kind of get a date going, and if you're hovering around divorce, you might leave the marriage. Um, and it could be it could be personal relationships, and it can be all relationships, business relationships, friends, you know, all of those things. So the seven personal year after that is a very contemplative and introspective year. It's a very uh, um, it, it's it's where you kind of want to really retreat and not be as gregarious and out there. It's a very spiritual uh, very spiritual year in terms of learning and, and getting to the core of you. It's a great year for therapy and for all kinds of learning uh, about yourself and about whatever you're interested in. So the eight personal year is all about money. <laughs> and so we were talking about your personal year, and it's about personal power. And it's it's a very active and hardworking mm-hmm. year. It is a testing year of yeah. uh, all kinds of things in your life. And it really uh, it can highlight abundance and scarcity, both. And then the nine personal year is really the year of letting go. And it is the conclusion of a nine-year cycle. It is asking you and demanding that you um, that you let go and that you release. And what I like to say about it is that it's like, and I think we talked a little bit about this, Dr. Veronica, about how you know people who are in a, in a, a dating relationship and it's not working out. And yet they won't they won't let go of that relationship until they have another one waiting in the wings. Yeah. You know, people like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are like that. The nine year doesn't allow that to happen. It makes you it makes you make the decision to break off the, the what's not working, even if you don't have anything waiting for you. Even if it's the scariest thing that you've ever done and yet you know you have to do it and you know that something better is on the other side, you just have no idea what it is yet. And so it's really a leap of trust, a leap of faith, and all of those things that you need. And if you resist that, it will be more difficult. If you go with it, it will it will unfold. 
in its time, if you can have that trust. So those are the basic components. Again, that's a short version, but the components of the year. So if you know which one you're in, you can begin to make meaning out of out of some of the things that are happening to you. And you can also plan um, uh, to do certain things. You know, it's like it's like if it's your seven personal year and you're you want to get a new job, it may not be the year for that. It may be a year to take classes and uh hone your skill set it may be a year to to you know do do those other learning activities but it's not a real action oriented year and if you know that you won't feel like you're banging your head against the wall so let me just for for uh the sake of everyone listening i'm in a personal year my is 8 i'm going into a 9 and right. i said behind the scenes to Dr. Felicia, oh my gosh, I'm having this, yeah, I'm having this really intense year. Now you're telling me that next year is going to be even more intense than this year is. But what I want to leave people with is, well, what do we do to make this into something that can be a a boom for our life in in a time where it seems like it's going to be very intense? So let's talk about that because I'm sure other people are listening and saying, oh my God. Oh my God, yeah. to a nine. Oh, gosh. Well, and these are great questions, and you're asking exactly the way I like to approach it because I do, it's, it's never gloom and doom because what happens is it is, if you're in an eight year, it's this, it's like I said, completion, letting go. It's all about change and transformation. And, you know, like you're saying, let's face it, none of us really truly have a comfort level with that. And most of us will just avoid it at all costs. And that's why the energy, it, that's what the energy of the nine will not allow you to do. It will not allow denial or avoidance. And so I feel like when you know, Dr. Veronica, that this is coming up, it's like you, you've got to get your mind around, it's like picking, it's like you've got to choose and put on your iPod in, in constant play, David Bowie's song, you know, ch-ch-ch-ch-changes, you know, you got to... You got to get on that on that path where it's like I am looking forward to these changes. I am looking forward for all of these all of this. I don't know what it is. I can feel it rumbling, but you know, so that's got to be your theme song rather than gosh, what other song could we have like Old Lang Syne, you know, which is all about the past and it's kind of maudlin and it's kind of hanging on to all that old stuff. Uh so if if you if you set your sights on participating and really actively involving yourself in those major changes during your nine personal year, you will thrive. Okay. So some of the positive changes you talked about it's an intense year, it's a different year, there could be some big changes. And you right. said, Well, this could be a year that you some of the changes could be like something like you have a baby or talk talk about right. some of those those changes that are very intense but positive changes that happened during nine years. Yeah, examples are really, really good for this because so on on the on the challenging realm, a lot of transitions that happen during this time or the changes may be uh you're in a car accident and you have you have that to contend with. There may be other health related issues that that put a bump in the road, whether with you or with family members. There could be a death in the family. You know, there could be a parent die or a friend or a close relative or or something like that, which is very transformative. 
uh, painful at the time, and yet I don't know anyone who hasn't experienced death and and had had it be a transformative experience for them. Same thing with uh, divorce. A lot of divorces happen in a nine personal year. It seems cataclysmic at the time, and yet I'll guarantee you a year later at the end of your one personal year, you're going, oh my gosh, that is the best thing I've ever done. Okay? Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things. I mean, I've even known people who, who have cancer. And you think, oh my gosh, that is the most horrible thing. I have talked to so many people who who are cancer survivors and say that they wouldn't, that, that it was the best thing that ever happened to them. Oh. Because it made them prioritize and really dig deep into what they value. And, I mean, I've known people, I had a professor who wasn't happy with his job. Uh, This was years ago, and he got cancer, and he quit. (laughs) And he lived. He's still alive today. And I talked to him, and he said, boy, I wouldn't wish it on anyone, but it's the best thing that ever happened to me. He He said, I got my relationship back with my adult son. I had problems with that, and I just, I stopped trying to be right and I went in and I called him up and I said, you know, this is ridiculous. You're my son and I love you and I want to reestablish our adult relationship. And he made it happen. And it was only because of cancer. It's only because he was facing the the end of, of that lifetime that he made those those significant choices. Now, mm-hmm. was it easy? No. No, it was not easy. And yet the the... The amazing transformation that that happened because of that pain and because of the struggle was just um, very profound. So yeah. that's what I mean about the nine personal year. It can give you amazing gifts. It just it just hurt. The growing pains hurt. You know. So let's talk a little bit about the actual year itself cycle. If you've taken. Um, we're in 2012. We're going into 2013. So let's talk right. about overall what's happening based on those years well and that's really interesting cuz it's not really my forte to do to do big predictions you know about you know kind of nostradamus like with uh, with world events and that sort of thing and yet what i can tell you is numerologically uh, uh the year 2012 is a 5 year and of course, this is the year where, if we believe whatever the Mayan calendar, everything's supposed to, we're all supposed to implode or whatever it is. The world is coming to an end on the 21st of December, and uh, and and I think that part of that energy with that is the five per, the five personal year is this. Um, it is. I don't know anyone. Dot, well, let me say this first. I'm kind of jumping ahead. The five personal year is all about freedom adventurousness fearless fearlessness fearless living uh and and yet the challenge to the five is building a a parameter around that freedom it's like freedom expressing freedom through discipline it has to have a a, a ring of discipline around it or it is just chaos okay and I think that is one of the lessons of 2012 is that it's it's pressing us to understand our core values as individuals and as a country and then as a world. 
It's uh, pressing us to to really understand these major. This is a major uh, topsy turvy year. With I mean, I think you would agree that that you know we've got the presidential election um, on on the political front. We've got all kinds of other things. We've got things going on in the in the um with weather uh that are unprecedented <laughs> we have we have economic uh issues that are are very very intense for, in our country and around the world everything is changing and it we just got to hold on you know and that's that energy of the year i don't know anyone who on a personal level doesn't feel a bit caffeined up this year you know, <laughs> just kind of jittery. Don't it, do you agree or or not? I mean, yes, yes. And so, yeah. Now, one one thing nice is that six is coming. Twenty thirteen is the six year. So yep. let's talk about what it means that it's a six year. And in a six year, what I would say that is now it all de- depends on your interpretation and and your analysis and how you how you um, read the numbers in that way. I read it as again, it's that nurturing. The six is uh, is the nurturer. I look at it as kind of the Mother Earth number, um, and it is all about justice. It is all about. Uh, responsibility the six is a very very responsible number um it's all about letting go of perfectionism it's all about allowing others to be who they are without wanting to change them wouldn't that be a miraculous thing in our political world (laughs) if that happened if we didn't you know want to kill someone uh to to make them believe what we what we believe and um so it's it's going to be presenting us with opportunities in the in the um and usually opportunities present themselves as challenges um to to make some of those hard choices and make some of those decisions as as individuals and then as a country and then as a world because i think there's no denying that you know one of the things that i find fascinating is that the dalai lama is a four life path Mm-hmm. And he's not a seven or a nine, which are those high, you know, spiritual vibrations. He is a four. He is here as the mass, as this teacher. And wouldn't have been, wouldn't it have been amazing if he never had to, was pushed out of Tibet? Well, yeah. we wouldn't, we wouldn't have any of these teachings, would we? It's true. It's very true. Yeah. The only reason we have any of the, I mean, he has been pushed out, and he has been forced. I'm not saying please don't don't misunderstand me that I'm not saying it's all okay and that China I I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that because of these very very uh strident circumstances he has given a gift to the world that in the terms of of disseminating Buddhism none of that could ever happen because they all they're all in Tibet up in the they're all meditating all the time and and in there and I don't say that flippantly but I say that you know to be pushed out has given a gift to the world that I think is just in, in, indescribable yeah and it only again would have happened because uh because of the the threat against um Buddhism Yes. Now, I just want to um, say, let's put some more, a little bit more color on it, just so people can understand how this interacts more. I'm a six. 2013 is a six year, and my personal year cycle is a nine. Okay. So right. I said, first of all, I'm a six going into a six year. What does that mean that I'm a six going into a six year? 
Yeah, and I talk about that a little bit in the book, not so much about the year, but about the personal years. And what what I have found is that when we are experiencing the identical the uh, the, the year, um, like if you, well, if you're experiencing the same year number year of your life path, you are going to get double indemnity or double intensity of all of the positive and the not so positive of that number. So you, you know, for if it's a six, when it's a six year next year and you're in a, and you are a six, you are going to be, and, and, and I don't use this term lightly, the six is a very magnetic number. It's like the secret all wrapped up in a number. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's this attraction, it's this attractive energy. And, and I don't mean that in terms of physically. I just mean people are drawn to sixes because they, they just have something, you know, in their core. So it's one of those, it's going to be one of those years where you can capitalize on that. If you're wanting to, you know, um, add to your business, if you're wanting to do something else and add to it, if you, anything that you uh, are wanting to do in that regard, if you set the intention forward, chances are you're going to get it back in spades. So it's a wonderful way of starting to think about, okay, if this is really what I want, I gotta, I gotta be real clear in my, in my head about what my intentions are, and uh, because as soon as you are, you know, watch out, it'll just start coming at you like like you can't even imagine uh and you, and then you've got that nine personal year which again you could look at it with dread or you could look at it with you know i'm ready i'm ready for these changes i don't know what they're going to be i'm kind of feeling they'll be dramatic and yet i know that this is going to take me to the next level of of what i need to be doing in my life wow so <laughs> yeah so, so, so sorry <laughs> Stay tuned, everybody. Stay tuned because you're going to hear exactly what's going to happen in my life as I share what's what's going on. And again, um, this is Dr. Felicia Bender. Her book is Redesign Your Life, Using Numerology to Create the Wildly Optimal You. Felicia is also, you can tell by what she's talking about, a transition specialist and does workshops and webinars, but a transition specialist. And think about as we go through these changes, we're trying to figure out what we want to do. You want to talk to people. You want to figure out, well, what makes a lot of sense? If you have someone that just has more knowledge about who is you, the core you, based on something other than hearing your stories, the good, the bad, the ugly, um, mm-hmm. This is the way to go with somebody who can trans- help help you transition positively. So as I'm sharing the stories with you, my questions were always for Felicia. As I said, okay, use me as an example. Oh, my gosh, you're telling me intense, different, big, what? And I'm like, what do I do to make it into a positive? Okay, I'm going to be experiencing things that are, that are challenges, but how do I make it a positive? So what I want everyone to take it away is to think about, okay, there's 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 these things that can happen that are based on my number, based on the year. However, there's a way to turn it into a positive. FeliciaBender.com, FeliciaBender.com is where you can go. I recommend that if you really want to try to take your life to the next level, everybody needs a master. I write about learn from masters. If you have somebody like Felicia Bender in your life. She can learn she can help you learn about you based on using your numbers. 
You can send her a note. You can call her on the phone. She can know very little about you. She can know your birth name, your date of birth, and tell you just all about where you need to be and how you need to be thinking about your life such that you can do it to the highest level possible. So, Felicia, any parting words about the personal year cycle? Well, you know, it it is interesting because I, what I always like to do also, Dr. Veronica, and I think that your wellness for the real world and I are, are we are, we are, and this is why we're in sync because you can blah, blah, blah about all of this and yet so what? How do I use it? You know, how can it really help me on a practical day to day level? And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that if you, what I would suggest, my final words would be, so, after you kind of soak some of this in, take some time to analyze this year. So if if you go and get the workbook or whatever off of the or, or even the book uh, from FeliciaBender.com, you can you can sit down and you can kind of analyze your year that you've had so far. And the the great thing is that we're only in October, so you've got a couple months to really do it. And take some time to think about what's going on in your life right now, and and then what you might like to see happen in the coming year. And start writing down your intentions as you feel that they might align with the energy of the upcoming year, you know. So if you're heading into, for instance, a three-year, you need to start considering how it's going to be when that three energy kicks in and the mud of this two-year, because remember we talked a little bit about how slow it is, uh, when that's washed off and you feel invigorated and energized. I mean, what what can you plan that's going to take advantage of that three energy of creative uh, self-expression and communication? And, and, you know, I mean, have you been feeling the need to start networking with your business maybe a little more consistently? It would be a great year for that. Or if you're feeling like your communication skills maybe need a little overhaul or something, it's all of those things are are, are stuff that you if they come if they go through your head, really really latch on to those rather than push them aside because that's when that's the beauty of knowing about the, the themes for the year is that as soon as you get one of those key words or something that keys into the theme of the year that's kind of the universe telling you that giving you the, the 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 green flag giving you the go and so that's how i think you can really use this to to your most benefit and just for the audience, as I, as I continue to tell my personal story so you get some color in it, you've been hearing about um, the, the, the highs and the lows in, in lives of me and people around me. I just want to share with everybody in the audience that my husband is in a one year. <laughs> oh, yes. So um, last year when he, when he lost his job and everything, that is classic. It's a classic nine-year happening, losing your job and then yeah. having to make some decisions about what's next. Yeah, and, and, and like I said, he, he, although he's in a one year, he's had a second unemployment in a one year, but I think it's just he's got to really start over. And think yeah. about things, think about life and things differently, and that's what's in fact happening now. So, right. but the nice thing is, it's at the beginning. So when I looked and said it's at a one, it means okay, he's starting over. This is at the beginning. So, things exactly. should be heading heading up as far as his his life, his, his you know the next 
cycle exactly. is coming. He's going to be heading up, and that's a positive thing. It makes me feel good. So as he's heading up, he'll have to help me in my nine. But it sounds like I'm going to have a super intense year, and I'm going yeah. to look at it as this positive super intense year. So him being in the beginning right now um, mm-hmm. and going into transition and me saying, okay, I'm going to have this super intense year, we'll see how that plays out. could be interesting. <laughs> It will be very interesting, but what? But but the bonus that you both have is that you have each other, and you're obviously very committed to each other and to each other's growth and evolution, and so you can't go wrong. Yes. Well, the other thing is I'm a six. He's a nine, um, yep. and so there's high compatibility among sixes and nines. But I got to tell you, this whole thing is very new to me. The whole the, my life is very new to me, um, and so therefore. It's, it, I'm having a feeling of like I'm not sure what how things are going to happen next. Right. Uh, well, so look at join it. the club. I think I I think anyone who thinks they know exactly what's going on is fooling themselves because I you know that's that's the loveliness of life is that you never really know. <laughs> you never really know. So. Yeah. So you never really know, but if you want to get some more insight, FeliciaBender.com, transition specialist, author of Redesign Your Life Using Numerology to Create the Wildly Optimal You. you got to go out and get this book. I'm telling you, this is all really fascinating. You're going to learn so much about yourself. Thank you, Dr. Felicia Bender. Thank you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.